Are you wandering in the wilderness? Or are you a voice in the wilderness? Welcome to the Revival Cry podcast. This is your host, Eric Miller. Isaiah 40 verse 3 says, Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. The goal of this podcast is to encourage you to use the voice God has given you to make Jesus famous. Every week, we will share principles from the Word of God, interviews, and encouragement in order to strengthen your voice. Thank you for joining me today. And now here is today's podcast. Well, hey, everyone, and welcome to Revival Cry. This is your host, Eric Miller. And as you can see, if you're watching by our YouTube channel, you can see I have two great friends of ours, Renante and Joanna. And these two, we have known for 20 years, right? 20 years, 15 years. 20 years and 15 years. It's been amazing. You're going to hear about their testimonies and what God has done. We want to welcome all of our listeners via podcast and, of course, Mango Radio. Please let us know where you're listening from. Maybe you're here in Davao City in Zamboanga or some other country, make sure that you send us an email at info at revivalcry.org and let us know where you're listening from. We're so grateful that you're tuning in, subscribing, and I want to get right into this interview because I'm really excited about this. (laughs) Now, you might be thinking if you've been watching us for any length of time that Oh, maybe Eric has an office finally. Well, I've always kind of had an office here at Fire School Ministry Philippines, but uh, since we've been traveling for the last two and a half, three years, you know, we we haven't been able to use it. But Renante is an incredible carpenter. He, he's a jack of all trades, and he can do so much. And so you can see these acoustic tiles that we have up. Uh, those of you who can't see it, uh, we'll just try to describe as best we can. But we're creating my office uh, recording studio so we can bring you the best quality uh, program that we can. And we're excited. It's not done yet, but I figured since these guys are in town, they're going to be traveling out tomorrow. I wanted to do an interview with them. So praise God. So guys, I want... I want you to tell us a little about yourselves. Maybe let's talk about how we met. So, Joanna, since we met you first, do you remember how we met? Uh, the first time that we met during, I think, when the five families visit Agdao. Right. And then that's the time I met uh, the Saunders, the Herbs, and then later on I met the Miller's family. So that was way back 2003 or yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So that's the starting that we have connections. Right. Yeah. And we, and we started going into Agdao. Yeah. Nice. And we were knocking on doors. We were mm-hmm. evangelizing. And Agdao is where Joanna's grown up your yes. whole life. Mm-hmm. And we met you. We met some other folks, Brylene, yeah. Alex. And th- there was a Bible study, right? Yes. And do you remember what happened during those Bible studies? Uh, at the first time, I I did not comprehend that much because for the language barrier. But later on, when I encountered the Lord, especially when when the Lord gave me a dream about 
um, the life of Jesus and then the character of Jesus and then the, the Lord, the, the Lord Jesus, the miraculous God. So the Lord was talking about his character wants to form inside of me. Mm. And then it's not easy because it's a process. Right. So that's the thing that that it makes me donor to the Lord that wants to be hunger and thirst for the Lord. Yeah, I love what you just said. It's a process. Yeah. So salvation can be instantaneous. We can be born again when we repent mm -hmm. and put our faith in Jesus. No doubt about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But there's a process. Yes. It's, it's just like you were saying, it's learning another language. You know, when we get born again, it's like we're, we're starting all over. We're learning how to walk. We're mm -hmm. learning how to talk. We're learning how to feed ourselves, right? And you guys were in that place. And I remember being in those Bible studies and all of you guys, we, we had Bibles for you. Mm -hmm. And you were so attentive. I thought, man, these guys are hungry. Mm -hmm. and, well, do you remember some of that, the hunger and 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 just what were you feeling when we were having those Bible studies? What, what do you feel like God was doing in you? Um, those times, I most especially the one that really impacted me when after those Bible study, when when the when discipleship training centers came, before I uh, after the Bible study every Saturday we have like DTC, and then the the one that very impacted me the most is. Uh, Sir Justin uh, preached about talking about First Corinthians thirteen about love. Yeah, and that's the time that I encountered the fire of the Lord in my heart that I could not speak, I could not move. Wow! Because the the encounter that I have in the Lord that I Sir Justin asking asking me what happened to you, I could not speak because the fire inside of me is so strong that fears coming down in my eyes. Wow! So that's the thing that really impacted me the most: the love of God. You know. Man, that's amazing. And, you know, you're sharing Justin and there yeah. was Tag and yeah. Mike and Kevin and then all the wives. Uh, we, we had five families when we moved here. And actually, today is 20 years wow. since we moved to the Philippines. Isn't that amazing? Yes. So you were talking about these other five families that we moved here with in 2003. And those families were instrumental, you know, as we all worked together to evangelize. We had so much community and fellowship with you guys. And there were many people who came to the Lord. And then you referred to the DTC, mm -hmm. which was a discipleship training center. Yes. And it was a Saturday, all day classes that we did. And it's just a time where you guys... We're getting trained and equipped, learn how to grow in intimacy with God and prayer, evangelizing. But they were some phenomenal times. And we're forever remembering those moments. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So, Renate, we meet her in 2003. When did we meet? Do you remember? We met January 13, 2007. Just 2007. It's 16 years ago. So that was one, maybe within a year that we started the church in Agdow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because what we were doing was we were doing evangelistic outreaches one a month here in Agdow. And we went to the different uh, barangays 
and we were worshiping, sharing testimonies. And I remember one out of all of them that was in Jerome. Yeah. And we went out that night, we set up everything, and it just poured rain. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's kind of like, man, what's going to happen? Nobody was really showing up. I remember just Renante as one of the only guys who showed up. And what happened that night? Why did you come? What did God do in you that night? Someone gave me a, a gospel truck that afternoon because yeah. the meeting was 7 p.m. Yeah. So Kelsey Rowe, I still remember her giving me to the, to the place that I'm working as a jeepney driver. So but that time I'm really sick. I'm really finding life, finding hope, and I try, that week I tried to commit, planning to commit suicide. So I'm just like, oh, what is this? So, so I went to the meeting. So I was just walking in the aisle from our house to the basketball court. Um, there's someone speaking in my ear like, don't go to the basketball court. You have to work, you have to get money, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, the left ear, there's voice uh, while walking, it's like just go to the basketball court, wow. and suddenly the a movie of the crucif uh, crucifixion of Christ. So it hooked me. So, and that time, I never, I never leave that basketball court until the altar call. So, someone preaching the gospel, and then I give my life to Jesus. So it's amazing. So, uh, from death to life. Wow. <laughs> so, so I the, gave my life. The Jesus. timing of God. Yeah was so perfect because here you are thinking about ending your life yeah so depressed i'm so discouraged hopeless wow yeah because yeah life is so hard and i'm almost like so discouraged and your life was kind of representing that night yeah yeah because it was dark it was yeah. wet it was dreary nobody wanted to come out and yet here we are not knowing what god is doing but you surrender your life to Jesus. Yeah. You know, I, I, I find it amazing, and I want to encourage those of you who are watching or listening today to know that what God has done in you, He is totally in control. If He knew how to save you, if He knew how to set you free from the bondage, from the enslavement of sin that you were in, I want to encourage you that His ability to provide for your needs... His ability to help you to walk free from sickness and to know that He's with you and never going to leave you or forsake you, He remains the same. He says, I'm the Lord and I do not change. Yes. And I'm going to encourage you. Maybe you're listening to us right now. You're listening to these testimonies and you're thinking, man, I'm in a desperate situation. Yeah. Maybe you just turned into Mango Radio today and you don't normally listen to this radio station. But I want to tell you, friends, by divine appointment that you're listening and God has his hand upon your life. And he knows what's going on in your life. He loves you. Just as Joanna was saying, it was the love of God that set a fire in her heart and, and opened up her eyes to be able to see who Jesus really is. Friend, we're not asking you to join a church. We're telling you to come to Jesus. Yeah. And if you'll come to him and surrender everything, I promise you, you'll be amazed at what God does with your life. And let, let's, let's let that lead us into what God has done. So 
You guys have been <laughs> saved for many years now, walking with the Lord. When did you guys get married? October your 30, birthday. Your birthday. 2014. <laughs> 2014, October 30th. Wow. It's incredible. It's been eight years here. Wow. It's been eight years. Man, I feel old right now. <laughs> it's amazing. So you got married and you guys went through fire school ministry. Only we went to fire school. I'm DTC graduate. You were DTC graduate and fire school. And so what was it like for you uh, going through fire school ministry. What what drew you to come to the school? What did you learn? What did God do with you there? When I went to fire school, I have no idea what I'm going to do. Yeah. But I just sense like the Lord is calling me there. And the answer was, when I get there, I realized that God is calling me for leadership and he uh, called me to evangelize yeah. in the leadership. You know? And in the beginning of the the semester, God gave me dreams upon dreams upon dreams pertaining to our calling. Wow. Yeah. So, so I pursue, and there's so much pressure, obstacles, a lot. Like, the, the, the enemy wants to pull us back and, you know, like, to discourage us. But I have, I have this dream that God already put in my heart. So, and so I continue. So... So I, I, I finished the fire school of ministry, so that's it. And we're so clear that God is calling me to pioneer a ministry wow. for us to start somewhere yeah. or, yeah. What is some of the vision that the Lord's given you guys for the ministry? For us uh, to win, to win really souls. Wow. Yeah, because the Lord gave, gave me a dream, like, I... I saw in my dream in during my Bible school in fire school that there's a dead person. I just shouted fire to to her and just he came alive. Wow! So, yeah, that's that's the dream that God is giving me. Like, oh, this is in God's will. We maybe one day we can raise the dead literally, but God is speaking to me the spiritual dead. Yeah. So that's really clear to me that those people that know don't know Jesus, they're spiritually dead, just like me before. So I'm spiritually dead. Someone preached at me and it came alive. Wow. So life. So God wants to give us life. So you know the enemy, uh, the enemy only to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus yes. will give us life. So God gave me life. Amen. So now He's calling me to preach the gospel. To spread the life, so that's God is calling us to you know, the outreaches maybe in the future to mass crusade. Wow! So we want we want to we want to see the sick healed, yeah. All those things that God like signs and wonders will follow. The things that Jesus does. <laughs> yeah, <right>? yeah. <laughs> you know, cast out devils, blah blah. <laughs> you know what? It, it's it's really encouraging. You know, in Proverbs, it says, "He who wins souls is wise." Yeah. So that means if we're not willing, winning souls, <laughs> we're not very wise. And I don't think it's just wisdom like, okay, I want you to do a good deed. It's that we're eternity-minded. That we're thinking about if people die without a relationship with Jesus, they end up in hell for eternity. Yeah. And we don't want that. Yeah. And if we, you know, we've often said that if, we had the cure for cancer mm. or some horrible disease. Imagine if a doctor had that but didn't share it. Mm. Mm. I mean, what's what's the point 
of having the antidote, the cure, yeah. if we're not going to share it with people. Yeah. And uh, let me ask you guys this question. Do you think that there's people sitting in churches that are unsaved, that go to ch- church but maybe don't have a relationship with God? I would say it depends if they are really alive in their relationship with the yeah. Lord or I would say if they on fire or not. I think both you can we can we can recognize the on fire and dry. Mm. So yeah. if you are on fire for the Lord, you will do the things of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. But w- when you are dry, when you are not alive in your spiritual, you will be relaxed, you would be okay, you mm. would be la- you will be what's the call? Complacent. You be complacent. That's it. Wow. That's the good yeah. word to say. So how do you maintain the fire of God in your life? How to maintain? It's 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 very simple. I wake up in the morning and, and seeking God's face. Wow. Even in the laundry time, even in cooking time, doing chores in the house. And how many kids do you guys have? Two. I have two. Two children. So you're telling me that in the midst of all the busyness yeah. of life, of ministry, raising two boys, that you still meet with Jesus? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Whatever you do. We, we cannot put Jesus in the time box. Wow. He's everywhere. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. And the scripture talks about seeking first yeah. the kingdom of heaven. It, it's not so much just a time of the day as much as it is that he is a priority in our heart. Mm. And I... I, it so encourages me to hear you guys. I mean, I know you know these questions and stuff, <laughs> but as I'm asking you, I see in your eyes this fire. Mm-hmm. And that's not something that you got at fire school ministry or the <laughs> DTC. Mm-hmm. That's something you get by looking into the eyes of Jesus yeah. each and every day. Yeah. You know, we're so proud of you guys. It's amazing. Tell me tell me some testimonies. What Okay, you guys are evangelists. When you say evangelists, are you just here in Davao City? Are you going out of the city? Where are the places that you're going? Yeah. What would you tell these guys? Yeah, we... <laughs> we're everywhere. <laughs> we can... Because lost are everywhere. Yeah. So there's... The uh, lost are everywhere. Yeah. Wow. So we're not just only uh, focusing in one place. Wherever God has opened doors for us to preach the gospel, we will go there. Come on. And even in the midst of raining, going to the... There was, there's one time like she invited to speak and we just using my, our motorcycle. So going uphill and, I re, and our, our vehicle got broke. So we realized like we just leave the, the motorcycle here and hire someone to just to take it just to... To preach the gospel. Just to preach just the gospel. Just to preach the gospel because we were invited. We're, it's necessary. Wow. So, but suddenly our motorcycle get okay, get fixed. So we continue the journey. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we're, it's this obstacle because the enemy don't want us to speak. Yeah. So, so we learned that we press on, we continued our journey. Wow. And we preach, we speak at the church and then people get revived in the Come church. On. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's yeah. being eternity focused. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, not just allowing the moment to yeah. define you. So many people, 
They have debts. They have worries. They have anxiety. They have relational tension. And they allow those things to become hurdles that they become fearful that they can't jump over. But what you guys are saying is that when you walk with Jesus, you actually can jump over those hurdles. You can bust right through them and continue to do what God's called you to do. What were you going to say, Joanna? I think you were going to share. Oh, it's just like, uh, it's like uh, our heart's desire and so much enjoy what we did. It's not a burden. It's such a joy that knowing that we please the Lord at the same time we fulfill we obey the Lord yeah. because of the love that we have for him yeah. we are simple be- people but the Lord that we serve is so great and he's he deserves so much glory wow. <laughs> you know like doing doing the things of God is not a burden it's a joy you know it's, yeah. a, it's a joy that unspeakable joy come on <laughs> you know something we, to be happy about yeah. we do traveling yeah yeah like we don't have so much money. Yeah. In fact, when we travel, only on no, the only thing that we have is the gas. That's it. <laughs> and we don't know what tomorrow might bring, but the only thing that motivates us is yeah. the Lord. You know, Come the on. things that He put in our hearts. You know, yeah. we have so. If we focus ourselves in in the world, we have so much things to provide for ourselves. Yeah, you know, concerns. but. We choose to become blind in that. Come on. <laughs> and we choose to be alive in heaven. Come you know? on. Yeah. So that's the things that I really want to share. So you say that the Lord meets your needs. Yeah. As you put him first. Yeah. He provides, and even though you might just have gas, yeah. you so end up many, so many having other things yeah. that you're looking at like, wow, how did that happen? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Amazing. I love it. I love it. And I love it because we've known you guys and seen your lives. Now, how did you guys, I I don't want to skip over this because we may have listeners in America and other nations who don't really know what it's like growing up in the Philippines, but what is it like? What's the poverty like here? What is it? How challenging is it for people to grow up in some of the circumstances? The things that are really hard in Agdao is not the poverty, I would say. It's the sin that brings poverty. Wow. Mm. Not the poverty, but the sin it brings poverty. Really? Chris? Yeah. If the people of God really pursuing the Lord and preaching the word of God to the lost people, it brings riches. It brings life. Mm. It brings freedom. Amen. So, yeah. I would say sin. Wow. Yeah. So sin yeah. is what opens the door yeah. and allows the enemy to steal, yeah. kill, and destroy. and destroy, as Renante said before. And that's what causes people to be poor. Yeah. Mm. Because we could be poor in spirit, but rich in the kingdom. Mm. And when we have an eternity mindset, we don't live for right now. Mm. We live for making Jesus famous. Yeah. And as we do that, we're actually preparing the way in heaven, mm-hmm. you know, to live a life that is going to be for eternity. This life, James says, is but a vapor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so I, I would really encourage you, you know, maybe you're listening and you're struggling with debt. You're struggling with, you know, comparing yourself to what other people have and what you don't have. Friend, I want to tell you 
that if Jesus is in your life and you've surrendered your will to him, you can have a fire in your heart like these guys and not hold back from watching God develop a faith in your heart to where you can believe and watch him provide. And I'm sure you guys have plenty of testimonies yeah. of provision. We can say for hours. <laughs> of, of, of breakthroughs. Yeah. Yeah. What are some testimonies of how God provided, what you've seen God do as you've traveled? And you guys have traveled the island of Mindanao. Yeah. Yes. We went, we went to... Even in remote areas, we're pledged to like, we're gonna go there if wow. there's open doors. Like wow. in the NPA area, whatever God is. And, and those know. who are listening, NPA is a, a communist yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, terrorist group. Yeah. yeah. And we're praying for them to be saved. <laughs> but they need to hear the gospel for Come on, bro. Yeah. So. But mostly we travel to speak churches because we wanna bring fire to the churches. We, want, we want them to come alive in the spirit. Mm. You know, we want them to awaken them, you know, the church, especially the church. Because if the church is awake, the church is strong in the Lord. They will go out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they will go out and find souls. So you're you're really doing what evangelists are supposed to do. Like, most people think that evangelists are just people who win souls, but actually evangelists are people who equip the church for ministry. And so while you guys are you know, going out and doing these amazing works for the kingdom, your heart is to raise up laborers, Mm -hmm. make disciples. You see, man, I I love what I'm hearing from you guys today. This is really encouraging. Listen, we just got a couple minutes left. What do you hear God is saying to you guys at this moment in your life, ministry? What do you feel like the Lord is saying and doing in the Philippines? What's something that's just kind of alert in your heart right now um, God is really saying like you're like in this very hour like not to miss this opportunity to mm-hmm. obey the Lord Amen. if you are called to preach the gospel then just obey the Lord <laughs> we, we don't want to depart from this world and not fulfill Amen. Wow. not fulfill his will his calling to us so David uh, what um, there's a uh, quote like the opportunity of the lifetime must be seized during the lifetime of the opportunity. Yeah, so this Reagan is so this is our opportunity to, to be used by God. Amen. Like like whatever like for now we have we don't have any resources but we have the calling and we want to obey God. Wow. <laughs> that's it. That's that's what in the area in our lives that we are so rich. We are mm-hmm. poor maybe material. We don't have this blah 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 in this world. But we are rich in the Word of God, Amen. in the presence of God, so that will fuel us to obey the Lord's calling yes. in our lives. Because wow. the harvest is really plentiful, but Amen. the workers <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Listen, I, I just want to say this in the last 30 seconds. You know, if you don't know Jesus today, friend, I don't know what is keeping you from the Lord, but you can know Jesus today. You can be free from sin. You say, what is sin? Sin is anything that Jesus would not do. Mm -hmm. Sin is breaking the commandments of God. Mm -hmm. Sin is living for ourselves and allowing pride to rule our lives. And so I want to encourage you today to surrender your life to Jesus, not only for your own salvation, 
But recognize that God has a plan upon your life mm. that He wants to use you to win other people, Lord, to make disciples who make disciples. Listen, I, I can't tell you guys how proud Casey and I are, and even the rest of the team are of you guys. We've watched you guys press through and be faithful in little things. And to me, God's continuing to use your testimony to expand his kingdom. It's really phenomenal. You're the reason we came to the Philippines. So I, I just yeah. want to say thank you for yeah. obeying the call and yeah. allowing God to work in your life. If people want to get in touch with you guys, is there a way that they can contact you? Maybe email? Email and messenger. Just re and messenger. Renante Centurius. Renante Centurius on Facebook. And then your email is? Rainjoana at gmail.com. Rain, R-E-Y-N-J-O-A-N-N-A -N -N -A, at gmail.com. Also, if you would like to get in contact with uh, Renante and Joanna, maybe you want to pray for them or support their ministry, if you want to contact us at info at revivalcry.org, we'll be happy to connect you with them. God bless you. Thank you for listening today. We look forward to being with you on our next program. Thank you for listening to Revival Cry with Eric Miller. Please subscribe, rate, and write a review for this podcast on iTunes, cpnshows.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. To find out more or partner with our missions work around the world, please visit us at revivalcry.org. I look forward to being with you next week.